0: Hey, Kyle. So I wrote this song and it's really special to me, uh, really emotional, but it's just a good look and reflection back on the lion season. Um, It's a little too emotional for me to sing without breaking down. So if you could do the honor, I would uh, I'd be very happy to have you sing this song. Yeah, sure thing. matthew patricia he drafted okuda it would have been more practical to draft Tongo viola patricia was the worst coach of the lions when they lose he would say hey we're still trying Lions are the only team in the NFC North to not have won the division since the era of the color Tube Television. A loss to the Bears on DeAndre Swift's dropped pass. Followed by a thrashing from the Packers Then you beat the Cardinals' ass A loss to the Saints without Michael Thomas Then a bye week in back-to-back wins Against the Jags and Falcons Then you get blown out by Old Man Rivers And the Vikings' blowout win Gave me the shivers He beat the football team, though it was a close one. Then he lost to the Panthers and got blown out by Deshaun Watson. So thank you, dear Sheila, for firing Patricia. Come on, Jeff Oguda, and stop playing like Boudicca. So let's go freaking Detroitica and have a happy, happy, happy Hanukkah. hope it was worth it <laughs> welcome to frustration nation presented by shoot your shot sports we are the FN Podcast for FN fans of FN sports teams. Every episode, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a die hard fan. I'm your pessimistic host and Detroit fan, the man in the Michigan hat, and I'm here with my miserable co host and Chicago fan, Furious George. Furious, what is going on today? Musical co host. <laughs> my <laughs> talented co host, <laughs> m- musically gifted. That's right. Well, it has been confirmed that Mitchell Trubisky is officially the best quarterback from the 2017 draft class. Mm-hmm. It has been confirmed that the Packers pay the refs with big Bakhtiari bucks. It has been confirmed that the Big Ten is a joke. It has been confirmed that Len Casper is a tr- as traitorous as Judas, Brutus, and Lucifer. It has been confirmed that the NBA preseason is here. It has been confirmed that the... Thi- the <laughs> it has been confirmed... That these things have been confirmed, per source, mm. sir yacht. Mm. Thank you. But yeah. before we get into all those this things that have been confirmed from our source, up uh, is everything okay? Can you hear me? Yes. Sorry, everyone. We had a little glitch there. <laughs> I guess we're just excited to go. Uh, but before we get into all those things that have been confirmed by our source, sir yacht, uh, are we got to get into our vent sesh first? Per source. Per source. Um, So, what I'm mad about is uh, I'm mad at Trubisky Truthers because here's the thing. Like, I've said before, I'm a Trubisky Truther in the sense that I'm, I I guess I'm more of a Trubisky supporter. I really like Trubisky a lot. A lot, a lot. Like, I really like him. He has, when you talk about like everything you want in a football player, he has. Everything you want in terms of like leadership and character, um, perseverance, work ethic, like all of those character traits you are looking for in a football player, Trubisky excels at. He doesn't just have them, he is like really good at those traits. Mm -hmm. But everyone knows that his actual football performances have been lackluster his whole career. And even when you look to his successful season in 2018, though he did have a few good games like against the Lions and the Buccaneers in 2018, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of reasons you can point to say, look, but the defense did a lot of the heavy lifting too. Um, so any way you look, there's reason that you can doubt Trubisky. For the longest time, I've been on his side. And I've, I you know, I really like him. I've always wanted him to be good. Mm-hmm. And there's always this been, been this part of me that says he's being bogged down by a, a coaching staff that doesn't want to use him the, or isn't willing to adjust to his skill set. And to be honest, I think maybe we are seeing that a little bit now. Like Matt Nagy, you know, he benched Trubisky. Foles was a disaster. And now you're back to Trubisky, and you're at a point in the season where you're just trying to keep your job, mm-hmm. and so you've you've abandoned play calling. And now it's Bill Lazor's play calling, and Bill Lazor didn't have a job in the NFL last year, probably because he's you know not good at play calling. And so the whole idea is you know making things simple, yeah. Like when in doubt, make things as simple as you can. And people have said for a long time Trubisky would thrive under a simple system. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for the longevity of success, simple systems are easy to figure out how to defend them. Yeah. Um, but Trubisky, his talent that he has would be best served in a simple system. So anyway, I say all that to preface that you guys all watched this bears game. Trubisky had a a really good game. The mm-hmm. bears had a really, their most complete performance of the season, just absolutely blowing out the Texans um, and I know you know the caveats are oh yeah well the Texans offense isn't very good and whatever and or they not their offense their defense it's like yeah okay I get it but and their the Bears was o- really beat up obviously but like to be fair but not to take anything away from the Bears but that's something else yeah so saying, I mean so. yeah you can say the Bears defense returned to form but the Bears offense yep against they, they had back-to-back weeks against bottom ranked defenses in the titans and the vikings and they lost both of those games hmm. um yeah and then since making the change to trubisky you scored 25 points against the packers 30 points against the lions and 36 against the texans all three have bad defenses but at least you're putting up points that you weren't before doing what you're supposed to do right yeah so yep. think like I understand where the optimism is coming from, but I guess what I'm calling out is I don't care if you want to be optimistic or pessimistic, but you got to choose a lane because what's frustrating to me, and this is where my vent sesh comes from, is there's a lot of people who like right off the bat in these Bears games, right off the bat from the beginning of this season, something goes wrong, they're like, fire everybody. You and I were together for the Bears-Lions game, so I wasn't on Twitter as much because I was, like, visiting with you that first Mm -hmm. game of the year. But going back through Twitter afterwards, there was a lot of people, like, during the first three quarters that were like, this is a bad start for Nagy this year. Like, maybe this is his last year as the Bears coach. Like, already talking about firing him in game one. Mm -hmm. And so I'm fine with that, if that's your opinion. And I've been there, too. I think I still – even if the Bears sneak into the playoffs – I think it still might be time for Nagy to go, um, or Pace. It, it, it's kind of a, a tricky thing. Yeah. Um, but there's just way too many people that were like, fire everybody, everybody's gone, Trubisky's the worst ever, and then there's people that are like, well, you know, after this game, it looks like Pace and Nagy might re- retain their jobs, and... It's and it's not the thing that's frustrating to me too is it's not just like casual fans that Mm -hmm. are saying this, um, or fans that are you know are just fans and not experts or journalists or anything. There's journalists saying the same thing, and that's what bugs me. And I'm not trying to call out journalists because we've had some great ones be on our podcast. (laughs) Um Name names. I'm not gonna I, I can't think of a specific name. But what's frustrating is you had just a week ago. Um, Jason La Confora, there's a name, and there was someone else, I don't remember who it was, but they were saying, um, what we're hearing, oh, David Kaplan, they were like, what we're hearing is that uh, Ted Phillips, the Bears president, is going to retire at the end of this year to avoid being fired, yeah. they're going to fire Ryan Pace, fire Matt Nagy, they're going to target Matt Patricia. Um, what? Some people... Not Matt Patricia. Sorry, they're gonna. Oh, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> oh, I heard the the Pat thing got me. Okay, I was gonna like, target Pat what? Fitzgerald. Uh, I was with you right up till there, and I just had to interrupt real quick. And they were some people were like, "Oh, and they're gonna target Peyton Manning to be the new president of football operations." Like, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, all sorts of stuff like Harbaugh that. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Harbaugh. Some people are like, "Oh, they're gonna get Lewis Riddick to be the GM." You know. Whatever, all this stuff. You have I all saw a lot of people in. saying the Bears last game were wearing their, like, Michigan-like helmets to <laughs> attract Harbaugh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, in, in any case, people were saying that just a week ago. Mm-hmm. And then this week, one of the reports I saw this morning that I was waking up to is somebody saying that they, they've they heard a rumor that Ryan Pace has been offered an unannounced one-year extension on his contract so that he matches up with Nagy. Because right now, Nagy Mm -hmm. has two years left on his contract and Pace just had next year. And so they were giving Pace one more year to match up. And again, it's a rumor. Take it as a grain of salt. But to me, it's just frustrating because it's like, these are not just, again, casual fans. These are Mm -hmm. like national reporters or local reporters. I don't care which one. But you're going about... And one week you're saying they're going to fire everybody. It's going to be a total overhaul. And then the next week you're like, oh, well, actually, it looks like they are ex- they might be extending this guy. And it's like, well, w- which one is it? And like I know both yeah. sides are rumors, and a rumor is just a rumor. I get it. But it's like, mm-hmm. really? Uh, it's frustrating to me just because all that does is it then fuels all these fans that don't know better – that are then just really stupid on social media. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Like, because where do they get their info Info from? They get it from their quote unquote reliable sources per who they source. considered. Yeah. Right, per source. Sir Yacht. You are reliable, <laughs> Sir Yacht. We love you. He um, did save the Big Ten, yeah. That's right. Um, which we'll talk about the Big Ten saving <laughs> things. Yeah. It's <that's> coming <laughs> up. Um, so, anyway, to put a. Nice little bow on this. My event session is this. If you want to love Trubisky and and you want to root for the Bears to win and make the playoffs, then you go for it, okay? Mm-hmm. If And if you want to be someone that's like, I love Matt Nagy, I love Trubisky, I love Pace, I love the three of them together or whatever. Or let's say you're like, I love Mitch Trubisky, but Matt Nagy's been holding him back and Pace has been holding him back. Or whatever your opinion is, stick to it. But do not be bouncing back and forth, okay? I understand opinions can change. That's part of the beauty of being human. You can change your opinions. It's nice, okay? But try to stay consistent or at least admit that you were wrong instead of just one week saying this and the next mm-hmm. week saying the other. I try to be consistent. If anyone wants to call me out for an inconsistency, please do so because I I want to be not what I've been describing this vent sesh. Yeah it's yeah it's frustrating and fans jumping back and forth and what you really hope doesn't happen is that the actual decision makers and like the front office of the team is back and forth because that's how you get stuck in mediocrity like well that's what's frustrating too yeah is i'm sorry like i know it's just rumors and just journalists reporting or whatever but you can't like you cannot tell me that Owners and higher up people also don't have Twitter or also aren't informed in the news cycle. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some people that are like, Oh, I doubt that Matt Nagy would ever read my article. There's probably way more articles Matt Nagy's read about himself and his future for the Bears than Healy will ever admit and that you would ever expect. Yep, he probably listens to this show, honestly. Yeah hey matt we love you come on for an interview whether you're a bears coach next year or a lions coach or oh my. afl or cfl coach we'd love to have you on <laughs> yeah right it's just it is frustrating and um, like you just need to have a direction you know and maybe as a fan it's a tough ask because fans are always just going to be reactionary um, but especially as the front office of a team you can't jump back and forth. It's like, well, they were good this week, so maybe they're the future, and then now they're bad, so now we're looking at other options. Like, And honestly, what you're saying is what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that after getting blown out by the Packers, they've already made up their mind and are like, right. whatever happens this year, no matter how many games they win, we are firing these guys at the end. Yeah, like, I hope they made up their mind then. And if if not, if they're going week-to-week basis – then the only good news I have for these guys getting fired is that the Bears' last game is also against the Packers. So... Hopefully, recency bias will work out in my favor. <laughs> and that's the whole thing with, like, Daryl Bevel, the interim coach for the Lions. People are like, well, maybe you check and see how well he does, and the team wins a few games. Maybe they're, like, contending for the playoff up to the end, and maybe you give him a chance. It's like, no, you have to pick a direction, and then don't let the results of the games influence your decision. Yeah, You need to make Bevel the best is- decision and not be reactionary, you know. But be- Bevel is, like, blatantly obviously the interim head coach yeah. like he is the head coach not because it's where the lions are planning on going next year mm-hmm. i would assume he is the head coach because they had to fire their current head coach yep which you heard about in my lovely song <laughs> thank you again for that <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. But yeah you're right he's, he's the stereotypical interim head coach and he's not gonna if he if the lions don't give him a job which they shouldn't as the head coach next year no other team is going to hire him as head coach like no yeah so just consistency self-awareness and having a clear direction um, whether you're rebuilding or whether you're a contender you just don't want to be stuck in the middle going back and forth every week where now yeah we got a great win over the texans but then if you lose the next like say you beat the vikings now everybody's all excited then you lose the next game and now it's the end of the world again like you no, just can't. you want to know what's going to happen What's yeah. going to happen is the Bears are going to beat the Vikings, then they're going to beat the Jaguars. They're going to go into week 17, 16th game of the season, at 8-7, and seven, and with a shot to, if they win that game, possibly make the playoffs, and everyone's going to be all juiced up, and then the Packers, even though they could sit everybody, are probably going to send everybody out anyway to wall up the Bears. But the last thing I want to say hmm. is about all this, too, is – Another area where it's just it's frustrating, I love memes. I do. I really love memes. I love sarcasm. Yeah. But the problem is, is there's way too many freaking gullible people in this world that when you post a meme that shows Trubisky, Watson's, and Mahomes stat lines on the same day, <laughs> there's too many people that'll be like, oh, well, this clearly means Trubisky's better. Or maybe Trubisky's taking the right step or whatever. It's like... Yeah. Numbers Guys. are the numbers. Yeah. 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 Guys. Or on the other side, somebody Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Deshaun Watson has at least won a playoff game, and he's played in more than one. Like, yeah. come on. Or somebody posts that as a joke, and then people, which this part's actually more excusable to me. Like, somebody posts it as a joke, somebody responds, thinks they're serious, and is like, You're an idiot. Well, it's actually believable when some people post things like that and are serious. Like, that's the hard part with social media. There's so many people <laughs> right. who seriously think things like that. That sometimes when you come across somebody who posted it as a joke, unless you know that they're that kind of person, it's easy to wonder if they actually meant it. So, I had, I had a friend today, I, I shared something um, that was like showing the stat lines, and it was, this was on Facebook, mm-hmm. and he commented, um, and I love this guy, so Peter, don't take this in any offense or anything, but he commented and like was like... Giving commentary on like his thoughts in the game and Mitch and I, I was just kind of I responded, but I was just kind of like in my head, I wasn't really looking to have a conversation. Like this is a joke. Right. Like obviously, like yeah. Mitch had a better day. Okay, it's football. Sports are random, but like, is I'm not. This is not what meant to be a commentary on how I think these quarterbacks actually compare to each other. Right, and everybody knows it was a joke because it was like one of Mahomes' worst games of his career, and he <laughs> still blew out. pretty good oh he's on a downward trajectory man yeah so it's like yeah he he was he threw three picks but he still was like 25 for 35 with 400 yards and blew out the Dolphins. so it's like nobody's saying he's not a good quarterback it's just yeah people are just joking about it he's still a contender for mvp this year yeah and he's still probably the best quarterback in football right now so it's everybody needs to kind (laughs) of he's probably the best quarterback in kansas city at least maybe. Let's not get too carried away. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And just Twitter fuels a lot of this because you see everyone's instant reactions. And so you see that roller coaster of good and bad. Um, so, yeah. Well, I would like to make a motion that we skip your event sesh. not because I don't care about your feelings, <laughs> but because we talked a lot about, like, fans and just reporters and everything. Yeah. And we should just go into our main topic. We should. Yeah, I didn't really have a serious vent sesh this week. and it, I yeah. could tell. That's kind of why I'm making a motion to skip. <laughs> no, that works. Uh, so you already did talk about the Bears. Just because kind of so, I know everyone's probably wondering, he wrote YouTube <laughs> music down this morning. It was frustrating, but obviously not a huge deal. <laughs> I guess Google had an outage this morning. Like, or, go- Google Docs Was it down when you were trying working. to work out? Yeah, so I went to the gym okay. this morning and YouTube music didn't work. So I had to use Spotify and I don't have Spotify premium. So I had to listen to ads like some kind of freaking peasant. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was well, frustrating, but not a huge deal. Next time I know a good podcast you could listen to. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I had to do the whole play this video for 30 minutes of uninterrupted listening. <laughs> it's like, screw you Spotify. Because I used to have Spotify premium, but <sighs> first world problems uh but anyway is youtube wait so i'm sorry i know i said we'd skip this but i'm actually curious <laughs> now we're really good is youtube into... music like how do, is that the same thing as youtube premium yeah it comes with it so i got okay. youtube premium it's like 11.99 a month which is a little more than spotify but it gives you no ads on youtube um and then yeah i also there's an app for youtube music that you use the same account so i see yeah so it's I pretty see. like it's a good deal does it play it just the music or does it play like the whole music video and whatever there's music videos too but yeah i just do music playlists and it works the same as spotify you pick artists you shuffle you can create playlists all that stuff. i wish they made it where you had to watch the music video because it'd be awesome if you're like man i want to watch thr- i want to listen to thriller because the thriller music video is like thirty minutes long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing. That's another pet peeve is when you want to listen to like you go to the music video, they play part of it, and then the music stops, and there's like a minute long oh, yeah. skit. I'm like, I get what yeah. you're trying to do, but could you have an uninterrupted song in your yep. music video, please? Yeah. That's another minor. Pet yeah, have peeve. a setup and have a closing, but mm. in the middle, I just want. Yeah, you yeah. should not be cutting out your song or re- lowering the volume or changing any like changing the track drastically <clears throat> in the music exactly. video. Anyway <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so <right>. so yeah. <laughs> for the first our first thing on the docket for the main topic is the Bears game. Mm-hmm. Um so here's the deal. I was out of town sort of like I was an hour and a half away. We were meeting my in laws because they had my daughters over the weekend. And so I was following the game on Twitter when I had a chance, I would log on to, um, like, NFL, the NFL app and watch, like, some of the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I have the game recording at home. Well, and I really should have had this as my vent session, really. <clears throat> but um, the YouTube TV CEO, if you're listening to me, you might want to mute this for a second. But I use my br- brother-in-law's account, <gasps> and he lives in indiana and i live here in the chicago area and so i get everything that they get in indiana and they live in what's generally the chicagoland tv broadcast area Mm -hmm. okay he and i i got home from meeting with my in-laws and i the bears game didn't record i was like what the heck (laughs) like i have it recording why can't I watch this game? And so then I talked to him, and he's like, Yeah, for whatever reason, he said the, the Bears game wasn't on in our region. We had the Colts game and the Vikings game. Wow. I was like, Are you kidding me? I was like, Of all the Bears games, <laughs> this is the one that I don't get to watch. So. My only thoughts right now are that I watched all the highlights and yeah, yeah, they they looked good. And based on what I I listened to the game on the radio while I was driving, Uh I watched what I could. I really got the grand scheme of the game. Um, And yeah, I mean, great game for the Bears. What does this mean is the question everyone's asking. Mm -hmm. What it means is that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace live to see another day. It means Matt Nagy might live to see another year. Ryan Pace, still question mark. It means that Trubisky could receive some sort of. I don't know if a franchise tag is exactly what he'd be getting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the different contract types are in the NFL, but Yeah, I'm I not sure what the rules are because it wasn't a franchise tag this year. No, Wait, no I don't. He think saw so. on his rookie contract, but this is his. So you could franchise him next year. Yeah, which would be expensive, but it'd be a good one-year option. Yeah. So, exactly. So I I think that's probably pretty like, likely. Yeah. He, he basically. Maybe what this means is Trubisky plays himself into a one year contract. Maybe you still go draft a quarterback to compete with him or hope Mm -hmm. maybe take the reins from him, but you still sign Trubisky. Who knows? Like, question, big question mark. Um, It also means that the Bears' playoff hopes do stay alive. You stay in that in the hunt graphic. You actually improved (laughs) your playoff chances from 8% to 14% um, by winning. Uh, Unfortunately for the Bears, the Cardinals won, Mm -hmm. but fortunately the Vikings lost. So next week is a huge week because the Bears-Vikings, if the Bears beat the Vikings, you have a firm hold over the Vikings, and then the only team between you and the playoffs is the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And the last thing to say is there still – it's slim at this point, but there's still a possibility the NFL has to extend to an extra week of football if they have to go to week 18 mm-hmm. to accommodate for COVID or whatever. They have made the announcement and the union agreed on it and everything that if they extend the season, that they're going to extend the playoffs to eight teams. Yeah. And if you beat the Vikings, then if they choose to extend it to eight teams, then you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, So basically next week's a huge game. But the fact is because you beat the Texans, it makes that game still relevant. Because if you lost to the Texans, yep. you'd be just counting tallying losses at this point, seeing how far up the draft board you can move. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, that's my thoughts on the Bears. They looked good. It was entertaining. Finally, like a fun game to watch from what I could see. Um But yeah. So I actually saw more of the Lions Packers game than I did the Bears. But what yeah. thoughts did you have on the Bears? um yeah kind of the main thing for you obviously they looked better um my main thought on this and not to be like a, a buzz buzzkill or anything but you're not like super hyped like some unreasonable fans would be my thought is really just this is one kind of bad team beating up an even worse team um so i mean it's what the bears needed to do playing a team that's worse than them um obviously you'll take the win as a bears fan but i don't know that it really changes anything i mean you still are technically in the conversation i just don't think it's a a team that's built for a playoff run um i heard someone say it's like the game was like an eighth grader beating up a fifth grader yes (laughs) like neither of you are a big shot yeah but one's bigger than the other but it's better than losing to the fifth grader like (laughs) so yeah it's i mean as a a bears fan i think you take the win you kind of just wait to see what happens you don't let yourself get too high or too low after this um and yeah i mean yeah i just don't know that it really changes anything but there's no reason to have a bit huge reaction to it honestly um so yeah moving then to the lions unless you have anything else on the bears game um that's an example no but if you're a bears fan that had any high hopes or whatever yeah um, the man in the Michigan hat just took you out back like old yeller and put one between your eyes. So, <laughs> well, You're <yeah>. welcome. <laughs> a nice mercy killing of reality. <laughs> Which, again, I, that's just my opinion. Like, Technically, anything can happen. That's um, such a dad move, by the way. Like, I know you're really hopeful about this, but let me tell you about what the real world <laughs> offers. <laughs> you can't do anything you want to do. You can't be what you want to be. Yep. johnny you want to be an astronaut that'll never happen (laughs) yeah that's funny um so yeah the lions though are in that spot like you talked about where if the bears had lost they would be uh with the lions losing they're officially in the um okay now technically like i don't know if we're mathematically eliminated at this point i think so but i'm not sure yet but in all reality obviously you let the packers clinch the division yeah I mean, you would need to win out and have every other team lose out. So, I mean, your odds are probably less than one percent. So, really, even going into this game, if we won, I wouldn't have considered myself a, a realistic playoff team. Um, so, it's just now we can kind of get to the point really? where we don't have to. I mean, mathematically, wouldn't, but based what, on wouldn't the you be six and seven just like the Bears? Yeah, but we have now? a tough upcoming schedule, and I just don't think. Kind of the same as the Bears. Say we had won, we had the same record as the Bears mathematically maybe we have a chance to make the playoffs but we just aren't a good enough team to really be there and even if we are we don't have a chance at the playoffs so i just wouldn't get that excited about it i guess i mean you'd like to make the playoffs obviously some some fan over here (laughs) i I tell you (laughs) yeah so i'm not i wasn't rooting for losses i would i would have liked to win especially against the packers obviously um but the loss doesn't really hurt that bad because now you can kind of sit back and say big picture new coach and new gm coming in uh it is probably best case to be able to have a higher draft pick um especially well, if you're I was, looking to maybe get a quarterback in the next draft right i was low-key cheering for the packers in this game just because i picked them in our scorecast and i locked them um <laughs> yeah which by the way check out the shoot your shot scorecast every wednesday nice at nine o'clock p.m on the shoot your shots sports channel yeah. anyway um, but when the it became clear to me that the Packers were not going to win by eight, mm-hmm. um, I was cheering for the Lions then because I I would rather see the Packers lose. But yeah, it was yeah. it was a weird game. Um, it sounded like, weir- like a pretty typical Lions-Packers game to me. It, yeah. So you <laughs> you mentioned the the Bakhtiari Bucks and like yeah yeah there was some questionable officiating decisions in that game i'm not gonna rail on and on about it because realistically (laughs) with if okay if the lions team this year was one of the better lions teams like with jim caldwell like one of those teams that's actually a legit playoff caliber team um Mm -hmm. then i would be really upset about this um there were really affect playoff seating and everything right looking at this team though the defense is so bad we had no business winning that game anyway um, and it's not like there was any one call like last year that wasn't a great Lions team either, but there was a couple calls that those illegal hands to the face that directly made us lose that game, you know? So this year, but, I won. mean, yeah, but at the same time, and I know Stafford got injured, but at the same time, the, the Lions were three, one and one, right? Yeah. At that point they did have a good record. Yeah. So. Uh it, I mean it's still frustrating just because it's every year like it's a joke but it's also true every year um it's the NFL's favorite team the officials favorite team I guess the officials least favorite team so huh. like every year we see multiple missed calls multiple bad calls um and you can find some of those in every game I'm not talking about oh there was a missed holding that they could have called like stuff that happens at every game like very weird stuff weird things like marvin jones it was yeah it was close i saw that but it was definitely a a catch like had possession two feet in balance and dragged a foot again an extra one um that onside kick yeah it was really close it's hard to to overturn the call on the field but of course that goes against the lions because the onside kick i'm not as like i'm not up in arms about but the marvin jones thing is pretty stupid and the onside kick it's like yeah i feel like that could have went either way i'm not i'm not upset about that going against the lions it's more so just the accumulative that combined with everything else you know like things that could go either way always going against the lions kind of thing you know um so I, I'm not super upset about those because, again, I feel like losing this game was probably better long-term, and we really had no business winning that game with how bad our defense was anyway. Yeah. Um, I am happy that the game was more competitive. Like It is funny yeah. how different this looked than when we played the Packers back in week like six or whatever it was with Patricia, where we just got completely blown out. Um, so, I mean, that was good to see that it was close. I don't think it changes anything for the Lions. I don't think it means Bevel should get a shot as head coach. Like, really, to me, this was just another week of, yeah, you're one step closer to the next regime and a draft pick. And uh, really, the biggest news coming out of this is Stafford's injury, which it sucks for him. Um, is he like done? I didn't f- follow what I uh, know. He's he gotta be done for the something. year. I'm sure. Like, okay. That some of the players have come out and said he's one of the toughest guys I've ever played with, but he's in a lot of pain right now, like things like that. Oh where, man! Yeah, I mean, they were going to do X-rays and MRI and stuff like that. I don't think the results have come out yet, but at this point, with the season basically over, it would make sense to shut him down for the year. Like, there's no reason yeah. to put him out there anymore. So then now that raises the question: Is that the last time we've seen Stafford in a Lions jersey? Um, yes. Which I mean, yeah, I'd say yes. <laughs> I would probably say yes. You're bringing in a new coach, a new GM. You kind of want to start fresh. Um, And there's plenty of teams that would want a yeah quarterback for next year. I think that's your best move because think about all the free agent quarterbacks this year. Like Rivers, he's been okay, but you got to figure the Colts are probably looking for something better next season. Um, Dalton hasn't been great. Cam Newton hasn't been great. Foles hasn't been great. Like all the free agent quarterbacks. The rumor I saw today for the Colts. What's that? that make me so happy since i i don't hate the colts but like i'm definitely not a fan
1: yeah i saw a rumor Wentz. of
0: yeah Wentz to the colts <laughs> yeah i've heard that too which i don't know how anybody touches Wentz with that contract but um yeah who knows but anyway because there's not going to be a lot of great free agent quarterbacks next year the free agent quarterbacks who were all uh, moved last year have all kind of not panned out there's gonna be several teams once again looking and if stafford at this point would be by far the biggest name on the market if he becomes a free agent. So, real um, quick, in Wentz's yeah. defense, the reason you would pay Wentz is, or the reason you would trade for Wentz is because he's even though there, he has a huge contract, he's still young and he still won an MVP only a few seasons ago. And it's so, true. yeah, you if you're if you're a team that thinks, oh, I can fix, fix him, him or I can yeah. put him in a different system that he'll succeed in. That's all you need to really convince yourself to go after him. Which it is weird. Peterson and the Eagles, like, they obviously had some level of competence to make a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. But it seemed like he was almost intentionally putting him in situations to fail, especially when you see how much different they looked with Hurts. Like, their whole game plan was different. So It's really funny you say that because... strange. That's been people's critique of Matt Nagy with Trubisky this whole time. Yeah. Has been well, why is, why, why, you know, people always say, well, why is he calling this or what, why is he doing this? He feels like he's, he was always upset that he had to coach Trubisky and he's just trying to make Trubisky look bad and make him fail. <laughs> right. Like, which here's, here's something I'll say. And I was actually talking to uh, some people earlier tonight about this. It, Because somebody was like, oh, yeah, the the Bears need to just tank the rest of the season. And it's like, I get that perspective. I do. But the thing is, is that you're talking about professional coaches and athletes. And when you're at that level, I mean, you saw The Last Dance. Yeah. You're talking about possibly the best athlete that's ever played professional sports. And that whole documentary is basically about how petty and competitive Michael Jordan was. And... I know that's obviously the extreme because he's, like, the best ever. But in general, most athletes and coaches are going to have a very competitive spirit. That's why they're at the level they are. And so you cannot convince anybody to tank. And therefore, Doug Peterson ruining Carson Wentz, Matt Nagy ruining Mitch Trubisky on purpose, there's no way that they were actively trying to ruin these quarterbacks. No. Like, if you really didn't like the quarterback that you had as the coach, you would think you would just go talk to the, your GM and say, "I want a different quarterback." Like, it, anyway, and even I don't know why we're talking like, about Wentz so much, but no, or, why, or why I'm even defending him because it's hilarious <laughs> how bad he is. But it will be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, teams, as fans, we can want teams to tank, and maybe ownership certain points makes a decision that way like the jets this year seem like one of the most obvious spots where you would tank but no one like sam darnold do you think he's trying to tank like why would he try to tank for somebody who's going to come take his job he's still playing because he wants to go somewhere else that's another guy who could be on the the market so it's like you're never going to convince all the players and the coaches to tank uh, especially when they know a lot of them by tanking won't be there to see the benefits so yep yeah i agree but yeah, that's all my thoughts on the Lions game, really. Um, well, just to keep moving things along here, let's get into another topic that um, I think we both are passionate about, probably just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is uh, the Big Ten. And sorry, everyone, we have our next two news topics here are actually kind of old. Um, but we had our special episode sixty nine last week, which, by the way, nice. if you missed that, go check that out. Um, so we didn't quite get to everything we wanted to get to. Um, So, this first topic that's a little old at this point, but still is relevant, is that the Big Ten approved, um, they basically changed the rules, and by doing so, approved Ohio State to play in the Big Ten championship, um, which, unless Northwestern upsets them, will be a meaning Ohio State likely in the college football playoff, so... Uh it has implications for my team because Notre Dame has a shot to be in the playoff. It has implications for you just because you're a Michigan fan mm-hmm. and you hate Ohio state. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> and your team's in the big 10. So yeah. Um, Why don't, because you are the big 10 fan from mm-hmm. the two of us, why don't you start with your thoughts on this news topic? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm conflicted because obviously I hate Ohio State and would have loved to see them not go to the playoff. But, um, okay, I'll say this up front. Would Do I think they the Big Ten would have made this decision if Indiana had beat Ohio State and Indiana was the one who was 4-0 and or 5-0 and and Ohio State would have been the playoff team? No. Um, so, is that, so is that unfair? Yeah. Is that, um, are you holding Ohio State to a different standard? Yeah. Can I hate that and disagree with it? I mean, as a Michigan fan, yeah. But I mean, what can I even say at this point? It's Ohio State's world, and the rest of the Big Ten is just living in it. Um, yep. Any Michigan all, fan? Or, or I, any, I don't. Go ahead. I know I asked you to share your thoughts, but no, all I'll say is like Ohio yeah. State. It, it's it's not even really that it's Ohio State. It's that Ohio State for several years now has been the premier team and the team that's always in the playoff. Right. All the Big 10 cares about is having a representative in the playoff. Yeah. And so yeah, if Indiana came out and beat Ohio State, honestly Indiana probably is going to be in the top 4 or 5 anyway. So if they went and went undefeated everywhere else and beat Ohio State, so yeah, maybe Indiana does get in. I I don't know. But like Michigan, yeah. if Michigan was amazing this year, it's not like the Big 10 right is against michigan and for ohio state it's just that ohio state is the best team right now and their best shot at having a representative in the playoff Mm -hmm. and really that's the main reason why the big 10 brought came back this year uh (laughs) well obviously firstly because of sir yacht but secondly um that's right yeah just ben donald trump (laughs) right yeah that's true um but having that representative best duo since batman and robin (laughs) trump and yacht (laughs) that's right yeah. Um but yeah, like you said, no matter who the team is, the Big 10 wants to be represented in the playoff. What that means for the conference, for the TV money, all that like um yeah, they give special treatment to Ohio State, but um I mean I can't blame them. That's it's kind of yeah. the nature of college football. Like the best the thing I love about NFL is that it's based just on your win-loss percentage, your record. You don't have to impress a committee. Like you just have to win games and you can make the playoff. College football is a whole different sport and n- not just now with the playoff committee, but with your own conference, um, the rules are just different <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I might be frustrated by it as a Michigan fan, but we haven't beat Ohio state consistently in decades. So it's like, what can I even say at this point? Um, yeah. Oh, okay, I just have to interject here for a minute. That's not related to big 10 at all. Okay. But we're, we're recording this during the Monday Night Football game. And with two minutes, they're at the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. Okay. Browns are up 35-34. Whoa. They were down eight when I saw it last time. So, and Lamar Jackson's out of the game. Wow. With cramps. So, must be that time COVID. of the month oh, for yeah. Lamar. Yeah, I hate when that happens. I hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would make jokes about it but I really don't know what it's like so I have no basis <laughs> it sounds to bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. yeah. So yeah, uh so yeah. so, so w- what? go ahead. Just transitioning to kind of my my thinking process with mm-hmm. this um like I said this affects or could affect Notre Dame um obviously if <laughs> It would be hilarious if Northwestern beat Ohio State because (laughs) the Big Ten would not know what to do. Um, And really, I kind of wonder what the playoff committee would do too because right now it's pretty clear. I I would think even if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, I think it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Now, where it gets interesting is if Notre Dame beats Clemson then Clemson has two losses. Yeah. What do you do with that? Both losses are to Notre Dame. But in any case... I don't case, see how you could put them in the playoff. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. So my thinking with the Big Ten's decision is it's just it's frustrating. I, we, I talked about in my event session the hypocrisy of fans and journalists and everything. Mm-hmm. And I guess something that just bothers me so much in our world is hypocrisy. And Hmm. it's so irritating how the season started by the Big Ten being the the pioneer in player safety and student safety and like we're going to start the charge in America and not play this year and everyone's going to follow suit and it's going to be great because we're the Big Ten and we can do this and Mm -hmm. everyone's going to follow us because we're the Big Ten and then lo and behold the SEC and ACC – and the Big 12 went on playing their seasons like normal. And then the Big 10 was like, oh, well, I mean, we want to win a national championship too. Right. So <laughs> maybe we should come back. And the Pac-12 did the same thing. And it's just – so they went from this player safety to being like, well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. I mean, other teams are playing, right? I mean, yeah. It'll be fine. Whatever, yeah. you know. We, <laughs> right. So, So what? We don't have any – extra weeks built in they have to play mm-hmm. what what was it eight straight games or whatever yeah no bye weeks no bye yeah. weeks yeah no it'll be fine yeah i'm sure it'll be fine yeah um so you just have oh dang baltimore scored a touchdown they had the is it Robert Griffin no rg3 they, no, lamar right came back in lamar came back in oh did he okay Huh. Yeah. Touchdown to Marquise Brown, forty-four yard touchdown reception. Oh, great! He's on my bench in fantasy. There you go. We'll get to that though. So guys. it'll be it'll be forty-one to thirty-five. Wow. Going. That's and, high scoring. And Baker will have A couple minutes. He'll have just under two minutes. He'll have like a minute fifty. Well, yeah, we'll update on that as it goes because obviously that's a big AFC matchup. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the other thing that deals with hypocrisy that I want to talk about that's frustrating to me is, as a Notre Dame fan, the their biggest the biggest knock against Notre Dame has always been, yeah, well, they don't get that 13th data point. They don't right. play that 13th game, so it's really not fair for them to be included in the playoff discussion because they don't have to play that 13th game. Um, and you, you know that, I mean... We, we talked about that in the summer, like, leading up to college football. Um, oh, Baltimore went for two. They got it. Wow. So, 42-35. Huh. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, no, the whole discussion of, oh, well, yeah, Notre Dame, they don't play enough games. They, they only play 12. Everyone else plays 13. That's unfair. Whatever. Okay, but now this year you're allowing – Ohio State to potentially play Notre Dame will have played is it 10 or 11 games and Ohio State will have played six or seven (laughs) like you're gonna forgive four or five three four or five games however much but you're not gonna like so basically I don't ever want to hear somebody again especially from the Big Ten be like yeah, well, Notre Dame doesn't really deserve it because they didn't play. Notre Dame doesn't deserve to be in it at eleven and one or twelve and zero because they didn't play the thirteenth game. Right. Yeah, well, just a year ago, and you know, Ohio State was allowed to play and get in the playoff with six games that they played. Yeah. And it's more it they missed out on extra opportunities for risking a loss or mm-hmm. injuries that could have resulted in a loss. Like there's a lot of things that could have happened, and they were just able to bypass it because they're ohio state so yep i that's about the extent of my anger with it right i'm not really that mad but anyway and i think just consistency on that because i've been somebody who has said i don't think the 13th data point should disqualify notre dame but if another team gets a signature win in that championship week and that propels them over Notre Dame it's like I'm okay with that because yeah you have to play an extra game extra chance for a loss it's a conference championship against a good team but to be consistent like I've said that I also think that the Big Ten should not be represented in the playoff this year like yeah because I yeah I've held to more games more data points so like an SEC team like Florida or Texas A&M that's played four more games yeah maybe they've lost one or maybe even two games um but I would put like a eight and one or I put an eight and two team over a six and O team, probably just because it's like I don't know. That's the two the losses is a little hard to justify. But even yeah. like A and M and Florida, don't they both still only have one loss? Florida like, just lost their second. Oh, okay. So A and M though, like if you're yeah. an A and M fan, like that would be infuriating to me. Like oh, Ohio yeah. State has played. Almost half the amount of games we have, mm-hmm. and they get in because they're Ohio State, right? Like, I okay, yes, Ohio State objectively is a better, talented, better coached, better recruited team than A and M, probably, mm-hmm. sure, and maybe that's what you're looking for in your playoff. But it's, it's just when you're talking about fairness and right. it, it just doesn't seem fair anyway. Yeah. That's our discussion about the Big Ten. The other news topic that's older now is, that pertains to our teams is Len Casper, the beloved Cubs TV announcer. Um, he has left the Cubs, and he has joined the White Sox as their new radio play-by-play. Wow. Um, and here's the deal. like there were, peop- there were people on Twitter, specifically White Sox fans, being like, oh, it's so funny how – how Cubs fans are so sad that a broadcaster's leaving the team. They're more sad about Len Casper than Kyle Schwarber and whatever. Look, you can be, if you want to be that jerk, then go ahead and do that, but listen to me. I grew up with Len Casper as the voice of the Cubs. He started as the voice of the Cubs, I think it was in 2004. Okay. And my like fandom for the Cubs started in like 2002, 2003. So like, I grew up with len casper as the voice of the cubs and so that's one of those things where like when he moves on it's kind of like that that piece of your childhood another piece of your childhood just get kind of gets taken away from you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i'm not there were cubs fans that were like mad at len casper and i made a joke in our transition about how he's a traitor like brutus and judas and lucifer (laughs) and whatever i'm not actually that mad like the dude had said he wanted a radio job. Pat Hughes, the Cubs radio announcer, is really good, and so it wasn't like Len Casper was gonna take his job and the White Sox radio job opened up. He didn't have to like uproot his family or anything. So I don't blame him for taking a job that he had always wanted. Mm-hmm. Like you want to work radio, go for it. Oh man. Touchdown Browns. Holy crap. There's a minute left now. <laughs> This game definitely hit the over, huh? <laughs> a Kareem Kareem Hunt touchdown. Oh yeah. Assuming they go for the extra point, 42-42. So that's eighty-four total points. This game. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. Which means if it's tied like that, depending on if it's a touch if it's a touchdown scored to, to win the game, that could be a ninety-point total. <laughs> If I'm in a spot here, maybe if I'm the Browns, I go for two, honestly. I No, that's what I'm thinking. I I think the Browns are at home. Because you figure both offenses at this hey, up to this point have been better than the defenses. So I would probably trust my own offense to score more than I would trust going to overtime and hoping that my defense doesn't go on the field first. By the way, uh, Sir is at this game. How do you... Oh, they do have fans there, clearly. Yeah, Browns have fans, yeah. Because gotcha. it's Ohio. OH. Uh, <laughs> Ohio. But uh, anyway, so the whole end Casper news, it was sad for me because, like I said, it's more because it's nostalgic. as part of my childhood. He's a great broadcaster. Um, and as of now, a lot of people have speculations that there is like drama between him and the Ricketts and the Cubs' ownership and whatever. And it does, I don't think so. Um, at least it hasn't been revealed right now. So I have no reason to be mad at the Cubs that Lynn Casper leaves. I have no ma- reason to be mad at Lynn Casper cuz he left. But if there's news that comes out later that Lynn Casper left because of a deteriorating relationship mm-hmm. with the Cubs front office, then I will be mad. Yeah. Um but it's just been it's just been kind of a sad year as a Cubs fan. Like it's real it really truly is the end of an era. Uh Theo Epstein choosing to leave. Uh, Kyle Schwarber and Albert Almora not getting options picked up John Lester most likely retiring or at least not being signed for another year by the Cubs and then Len Casper literally the voice of the Cubs from my childhood uh, moving on to another team so Mm -hmm. um, yeah I mean good for White Sox fans if you're a White Sox fan listening to it to this if you haven't listened to Len Casper much you will love him he is really good yeah So, sorry to see you go, Len. I know you're listening, Um, but uh, (laughs) love to have you on. (laughs) All right. Hmm. Last topic here is NBA preseason. Have you watched any of the Pistons yet? I watched a couple quarters of their first game. I didn't watch any of the second one. Once the season starts, I'll plan to watch some. Um, But, yeah, just preseason. I mean, it's good to have NBA back, but it's still just tough to watch NBA preseason, honestly. Yeah, no. I've had it on... I've I've had both Bulls games on so far just a little bit just cuz mm-hmm. both nights they played. The one the first game there was nothing else on and so I was like well I might as well watch the Bo- the Bulls and then the other game was last night and I was like I can watch the Steelers uh who do they play? Mm, this past week? Bills. Yeah. That's right. I can watch Steelers Bills which maybe I should have. Um but I was like <laughs> or I could watch the the Bulls since the Bulls are my team so yeah. i watch the bulls anyway it it was the bull it's been fun it's been fun to watch the bulls see some mm-hmm. young talent out on the court they do seem to be playing freer than they ever did before um just because with billy donovan i think he's giving them that freedom so that's yeah. been encouraging to see but yeah pistons has been fun too i mean it's crazy how different the team looks obviously really the only players left on the, there's three players left from last year's team um, so, watching the D team. D-Rose, Blake Griffin, and. Uh, Svi Luke or whatever his name is. Um, but what? <laughs> he's actually a good three point God shooter. God bless you. Good zoom yeah, tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's. I mean, the team's just so different that, it like, watching, it's like watching a whole different team. They're not going to be contenders this year like realistically they're probably going to have a chance to be a lottery team in the draft which is what you want at this point yeah um because if you you completely overhaul the roster you get lots of young talent now next year if you compare a top two or three pick with that you could be in really good shape a couple years from now so really you're for a team that had to just do gut and do a total rebuild Like I don't know what fans are expecting, but this is kind of right where you're supposed to be at this point. Uh, A lot of new faces, a lot of young players. You've got Killian Hayes, who we just drafted, um, who looks like he's going to be a starter, and he looks like a rookie. Like He looks really good at times, makes really good passes, and then he has a really bad turnover the next possession. It's like, yeah, he's a rookie that you're throwing out there. Um, and expecting to contribute immediately day one like it these things just take time so i'm just excited to, to kind of watch it'll just be fun to be, have something else to watch too other than football um so uh yeah but it's kind of looked how we expected, i guess at least realistic pistons fans so. yeah i agree with you um it's it's nice to have something other than football to start watching a little bit and yeah the the the, the bulls it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting year. I, I think they still can be a playoff team potentially, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's not gonna be. It's gonna be a challenge. Um, they have a really tough schedule, um, and they have a lot of young talent. But hopefully, this the, the tough schedule will, if the young talent can per, persevere through the tough schedule, hopefully yeah. come out on the other end as a better team. So mm-hmm. for sure. All right. Well. At this point, we got through our news topics, so let's take a quick break, and we will be back for some segments. All right, so listeners, before we get back to our segments, uh, one quick new announcement. If you watched our scorecast last week, you heard the announcement that we now have a new sponsor, PointsBet, Um, but if you didn't, first of all, you should start watching the scorecast. Again on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. on the mm-hmm. Shoot Your Shot Sports Channel. Um, but also here is our ad right now for PointsBet. So, uh, PointsBet is America's fastest-growing online bookmaker. Uh, it's full of traditional sports book uh, that offers customers more markets and rewards than anyone else. Um, so. To sign up, you need to go download the PointsBet app from the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, or www.PointsBet.com. And when you sign up, use our promo code FRUSTRATE, that's F-R-U-S-T-R-A-T-E, and PointsBet will match you up to a $250 on your first deposit. And it's, it's a tiered deposit bonus, so... You can deposit 50, and you would bet with 150. You can deposit 150, bet with 300, and it keeps climbing. Like that, up to 250, they'll match you. Um, so this is a great new sponsor. The best part about it is if you are uh, if you are somebody who likes to follow the scorecast, or even if you don't, if you like to just bet on games, this is a great service you can um, place your bets in. And if you do like the scorecast, you can see all of our picks there. And you can uh, follow along. Uh, You can take our advice or don't take our advice and make uh, picks there in points bet. Um, So uh, you can... uh, Let me see. I have one more thing to say here. Uh, This is void where prohibited right now. It's available in Illinois, Iowa, and New Jersey only. You must be 21 and over. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And I think... That about does it. So let's get into our segments, and our first one is cap or no cap. So, man, Michigan hat, I believe cap or no cap right now you're up three to one. Does that sound right to to you? Yep. Okay. So just a reminder to everybody, uh, in this segment we take turns describing the hat or logo or jersey of – a minor or independently or international or really any hockey team from around the world. We're taking a little trip down hockey lane. Um, we keep tally to see who score, who gets to 10 first and the loser faces a punishment to be determined by the winner and the listeners. So uh, I am losing, so I think I should pick. Uh, yep. And I'm going to pick for you to read your description first okay all right real quick before i do the update we're tied 42 42 seven seconds left justin tucker just kicked a field goal he made it yep nice two seconds left for the browns that's got to do it then i would assume unless you get a kickoff return yeah wow crazy sorry sir Yacht. Okay. He's still he's still going to go on Twitter and talk about how Lamar Jackson isn't a good quarterback. Yeah. You only put up 45 points. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what I'm describing is a hockey sweater. Um Okay. I, I'm just going to describe this logo. Um so the logo is a purple tornado. What? Um so right across the front of the sweater there's a purple tornado swirling down and Inside the tornado, there's a clam. (laughs) It's like a a brown clam. It's got a pearl in the middle. Um, I don't want to say too much without giving it away. But yeah, it's a it's a purple tornado with a clam in the middle. What? It's a like a brown clam with a pearl. I mean, I heard you facing upward (laughs) towards the top of the tornado, like it's getting pulled up, or maybe it's like a tractor Uh beam. Actually, um. Sorry, you cut out there for a minute. I heard you say a tractor beam. Yeah, maybe it's not a tornado. Um, It's actually kind of unclear based on the name and everything, but it's either a tornado or a tractor beam pulling this clam up. Cap or no cap? Huh. It's interesting. Man, I feel like you're you're just you're interesting because you. I I can't tell. It's one of those things where it's like either you were making mistakes. It, it, th- <laughs> this game is like reverse psychology, or like even chess, where it's like y- you have to think like you know as many steps ahead of the next person as you can. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like did he did he say I don't want to give it away because he it's a real logo, or <laughs> did he say that right. because he wants me to think it's a real logo? Or did he say it because he wants me to, to think it's a real logo? So I'll say it's no cap, but it actually is a real logo. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like the Princess Bride, like. But yeah, you yeah, would yeah, think, yeah, you would know. I would think that, so. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with that. You are acting that way to get me to go. That it is not a real logo so i'm gonna go with cap so you think this is not a real logo that's what i'm going with yes take a look at your background my background your animated background right above your head hold on uh why isn't it letting me do this I can't it's I can't pull it up enough. Are you describing it. something from my background? Yeah. <laughs> so you've got like this like uh like I have a background Christmas background. background. Yeah. Yeah. for our Skype call and yeah there's like all these Christmas ornaments and holiday decorations <laughs> stuff and there's one that kind of looks like what I described. As. Nice. So yeah, it's an ornament but yeah. That's like <laughs> That was my inspiration. Did, did and did you mean to say it like you said it with yeah. the whole Oh, okay. like well like the name is kind of ambiguous and like well actually i'm not, i'm just gonna describe the logo not the sweater like <laughs> trying to make it look like it was actually looking at a, a yeah, real yeah. one so yeah yeah you you definitely had tried me something new there. and yeah you you called my bluff so the the i don't want to give it all away to me was like i don't know it, that one that that <laughs> was like where i was like what he normally say that i feel like he's too smart that he to say that if it was a real logo oh man i don't know so I gotta, it was like, a little borderline yeah I got you <laughs> Anyway update real quick Yeah the Browns did not score And they will mm. lose to the Ravens Trash Huh Browns are trash sir. Yeah. Dog Why pound. was the final score 47-42 Oh a safety What There must have just been a safety It must have been Did that uh, It says 45-42 on The NFL app it says 4742 on the. That's not correct. <laughs> that's weird. Um, all right. Yeah, you ready to hear? Game, like the stream of the game on ESPN and it says 47. Okay. Anyway. Well, all that right, says all you need to... to know about ESPN. I think that's Surya on TV that it should. It might have been. <laughs> I think it wouldn't surprise there's so me. Few, there's so few fans that. <laughs> you know. All right. <clears throat> So I'm describing to you a logo and this logo reminds me of kind of like a it reminds me kind of like a road sign like yeah. like when you think of like a a route 66 or route 66 sign it kind of like reminds me of that where it's kind of like a crest or like a shield kind of shape if that okay. makes sense mm-hmm. and the crest road sign shield shape thingy is red and blue those are the colors and on the inside of this road sign crest shield is the silhouette of a hockey player. But it really just, the hockey player really just, it's not very detailed. It looks kind of like, you know those toy hockey games where it has like the rods and like the yeah, little... Yeah, you twist the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. kind of like one of those players okay um, it, where you move the rods back and forth, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> slide it in and out oh yeah yeah in and out of the <laughs> slots yeah mm-hmm. yep very uh, fun <laughs> and then there are also vertical blue and red pinstripes going down the side of this road sign looking crest so do you think to go mm-hmm. tie all this together do you think i took the cap route or the no cap route <laughs> nice <sighs> wow so this seems like something that would be like a russian or eastern european international hockey logo like they they're big on like the crests and the the vertical stripes and all that coat of arms yeah right (laughs) (laughs) it just seems like something that'd be like even like swedish and uh like swiss like all those national teams seem like they Uh use the vertical stripes a lot um (sighs) it sounds really real i'm gonna go No cap. I think that's a real. You got me. Yes. All right. right. It posted, so hopefully you can see it. Oh, you put it on the dock. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Koopa? Yeah, this is a Finnish hockey team. The Koopa. Just the (laughs) Koopa hockey team. It's probably pronounced differently. Huh but yeah 1995 was that when they were founded or i'm guessing i dude i don't know i just look up the logo (laughs) do your research (laughs) (laughs) um i'll be honest everybody i totally forgot about this segment until right before (laughs) we met and so i was like scrambling to find something and i don't know why but in my mind i was like oh well to be honest it's sometimes easier for me because I write mine out in advance. I know you sometimes do it impromptu. Yeah. It's easier for me to do a real logo because I can look at it and type out a description Describe instead of comi- coming up with one, you know? Yeah. I so always do impromptu. I never write it down Because I was running short on time. I was like, oh, crap. Let's just do this one. <laughs> there um, you go. So now my new strategy, if I ever know you have a busy day, I'm going to guess <laughs> no cap <laughs> <laughs> there you go so now i know that i should start every oh. every episode <laughs> so now i'm gonna oh do man, the opposite it was so busy today <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so oh, that man. puts us to four to two so let me put that note here i'm wow. just glad i kept stride that's all i need yep because hopefully one of these days i'll i'll get a sweep and Tie it back up. You're staying right Um, there in striking range. Yeah, yeah, and that in in this game, honestly, the key is to be. Even if it got to the point where it was eight to six, all I need to know is that the next week, it's you know, eight to six. I only need one to avoid elimination, two to tie it, and then. Yeah. Then the next week, you get one. Then next week, you need to sweep like. You just know yeah. that going into it and a sweep isn't super hard odds. So right. Yeah, Whereas true. when I was up, when I was up like nine to four or whatever, you right. You were I've got like a sweep multiple weeks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now it's like that was a loss for me to split there because I need to really separate myself and make up some ground. So it all. I mean, technically, it raised my statistics. Prob like my probability probably. Um, because we're closer to yeah. It You're being almost over, halfway there. Yeah. But I feel like I need to make up some ground because I don't want to let you stick hang around because I've already lost the last two cap no yeah. caps and had two punishments. So I really want to win this one. <laughs> well, let's get into our draft days, which is our next segment here. Uh, and for today's draft, I'm very excited about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. We wh- There's one news topic we did not discuss, and that was that the Cleveland Indians – I'm sorry. Formerly known, the Cleveland Indians have decided to language. abandon the Indian name. Um and so this draft we will be selecting our top 5 names to replace the formerly known Cleveland Indians. So, um do hmm. you want to flip a coin? Sure. Uh you want heads or tails? Um Heads seem to work more than tails, so I'll go with heads. But tails never fails. Okay. You got heads. It is tails. Dang it. <laughs> so, um, okay. So I will go first. Alright. Cleveland baseball. Alright, so this one just we actually mentioned this joke before we started recording. I feel like everyone's going to make this joke. Everyone's going to say this should be the name, um, but one of us has to pick it just out of respect to the joke, uh, and that is the Cleveland Steamers. Mm. Um, yeah, classic name. Can uh, I be honest? Yeah. I don't actually get the joke. I just do think it's a funny name, so do you want to explain it to me? Because I actually don't get it. I'm not sure if you're serious or not, but I don't I, want to I, explain. it. I a, I'm guessing it has to do with poop. But yeah, it's a like one of those classic like Urban Dictionary where you look it up and it means like something crazy. You know, like uh-huh. there's all these slang expressions. Um, but yeah, it's the old obj. <laughs> okay. Yeah, which is why people made that joke after uh, the it. obj accusation stuff. But yeah, it's when somebody takes a dump on your chest. <laughs> the Cleveland Steamer. So Did yeah. you know it was called that based on your own experience, yeah. personal experience? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's okay. like a waiver you have to sign, and it's spelled <laughs> out there. And so yeah, it's. Uh, you get like yeah. a certificate that says, <laughs> "Cleveland Steamer Participant." Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland Steamer <laughs> Certified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine is also my first choice here is also a Cleveland joke, but it's not like. It, it's not as vulgar, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> So mine, it goes back to a song from the 90s band, The Presidents of the United States of America, and it's the song that was featured as the intro music to the Drew Carey show, which took place in Cleveland, and that song was called Cleveland Rocks. So I think they should be called the Cleveland Rocks. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like Because... Just like actual stones. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be funny. It it'd be honestly be funny because Cleveland has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and even if they were called the Cleveland Rocks and went with like rocks or boulders or whatever as a logo, Mm -hmm. everyone would know like Cleveland Rocks also refers to the song, and you know they would Mm. really get the song involved with the like with the stadium and everything. So I think that's fine. Not only is this a good name, but it's a good marketing. Uh, name so that's actually like a somewhat serious like it's obviously still yeah. funny but like that could actually work <laughs> even <laughs> yeah i think it's funny but i i think yeah i think it could work hmm. would you spell it rocks like just r-o-c-k-s or would you like yeah. put an x like rocks so then it'd be like the the white Sox <laughs> and the cleveland rocks well that'd be confusing because some people refer to the colorado rockies as the rocks with oh. r-o-x hmm. i don't know if you knew that I didn't know that. So yeah, that would be confusing. <laughs> huh? All right. You have the next pick. <sighs> hmm. I'm going to go with the Cleveland indigenous peoples. Uh, still keep kind of the same theme. You don't need to completely rebrand yourself, uh, but just a much more respectful way to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. so I think it'd be really a cool way to respect their culture and, uh, native American culture. Uh, with the very politically correct Cleveland Indigenous Peoples. Mm. I like that. Well, that kind of goes down the same route I was going here. And I'm going to go with um, the Cleveland Redskins. <laughs> very similar to what I thought. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, it's available now. Still. <laughs> Use the same team colors. Yeah. And everything. All the marketing, <laughs> the logos, everything's already set up for them. Oh, they already great. know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. I feel like I should have let that stew a little longer before I brought that up, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next, I am going to go with. So there's already a team, an NHL team called the Flames, obviously Calgary. But I'm going to go with the Cleveland Flames because, famously, the river. I don't even remember the name of it. The mm. river in Cleveland. The uh, Cuyahoga River. Wow, I'm surprised you knew that. Nice. Um, it's because I'm a Reliant K fan, and they're from Canton, Ohio. Oh, gotcha. But that caught fire at least once, uh, wow. just based on pollution in the water and all this stuff. So I feel like it would be a, a good way to... Um, to honor the rich and beautiful culture that is Cleveland pollution uh, with a name like the Cleveland Flames. Very nice. Hmm. <clears throat> well, in case the Cleveland Redskins is too edgy for you, um, but if you still want to, um, I guess, take advantage of the, the history of, of the uh Native Americans here in America, you could always go with the Cleveland sitting bowls. <laughs> nice. So the Cleveland sitting bowls. And and the good news with that is that um you know that any any <laughs> any battle of Bighorn you will win by a slaughter. So if you face any pitcher with the last name Custer you can expect a blowout for the Cleveland sitting Bulls I like that yeah nice historical reference yeah and that one's not to be honest to be perfectly honest that one's not offensive if you were to do it right the problem is I don't think he was from around there like if you if you wanted to name a team after a Native American figure mm-hmm from that area, you could probably get away with it if you named them specifically, That's but true, kind of like Blackhawks kind of it's more of a respect thing when you're specific, yeah. yeah, I think the other key to it though is people don't want a lot of people have issue with like the Cleveland Indians organization <laughs> making money off of native people who are oppressed and so if you were like, we're gonna name them the Sitting Bulls, but we're going to be you know giving you know, even if it was just like three percent of what we make each season to whatever tribe sitting bowl is yeah. from that's true hmm. interesting i don't think anybody is <laughs> selfless enough to do that but no definitely not mlb owners but it's a yeah. nice thought <laughs> the cleveland sitting Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> i, I almost went with i almost went with the cleveland Sacagaweas. Hmm. it's interesting like the but then they'd probably be called the Cleveland Sacks. <laughs> <And> that's disrespectful. <laughs> you have some nice logos with some baseballs and a bat. Really <laughs> yep. tie the whole thing together. Yep. <laughs> the Cleveland Sacks. <laughs> you should just go with that for number four. Sounds it's not good. Second you just the Sacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, but for number four, actually, I am going to go with... <sighs> Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Cleveland three to ones as a nice recollection to the World Series against the Cubs. Um good way to remember their history. NBA finals against the Warriors. Yep, so I'm gonna go Cleveland three to ones. Three to one, should I go like three to one leads or just three to ones? Three dash one. I it's your team name, man. I'm gonna go Cleveland. 69. 69ers. <laughs> That'd be funny, actually. Instead so of the 49ers. Cleveland <laughs> 69ers. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I changed my answer. I'm going to go Cleveland 69ers.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: All right. So, this next one um, is. This next one's an interesting pick here because. Some people will have – some Some Clevelanders will take major issue with it. Some people will still support this no matter what direction you go with it. But this next team name is going to be called the Cleveland I'm Taking My s- Talent to South Beach is. <laughs> Beach is. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I want, What is that a reference to? I don't get it. I'm not sure. But, again, the team name is – the cleveland i'm taking my talent to south beaches so really marketable mm-hmm. uh you could definitely really rolls put, off st- the tongue. put that on t-shirt yeah <laughs> i like that yeah thank you Hmm. but he's from akron he should have never left Cle- <laughs> cleveland cavaliers <laughs> uh, it, it's man. funny how it turned from that and then after he won LeBron won in Cleveland how yeah. everyone was like well LeBron's clearly better than Jordan now because now he's won in Miami Cleveland and LA yeah now they almost take pride in the fact that like <laughs> yeah yeah he went somewhere else just to prove how good he was and then came yeah. back here you yeah, know yeah yeah so he won two in Miami he'll probably win two in LA and he won one in Cleveland so yep. there you go good memories enjoy the that's one that's typical Ohio math right there and now they're the worst team in basketball so yeah full <laughs> circle <laughs> Has one of the best players of all time won one championship and they had the best one of the best NBA players of all time twice on two separate occasions win one (laughs) title and go back immediately to be the worst team in basketball. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. Have you ever seen the did you ever see the thirty for thirty called Believe Land? No, I have. So it's about Cleveland sports up until LeBron wins the final there. Okay. Uh, man, it's Sounds funny. Riveting. Yeah, it's funny because they talk about how, like, just, like, the history of the Cavs, the Browns, the Indians, like, no matter who you focus on, they all just have, like, not just, like, a bad history. They have, like, a tortured sports history. Mm-hmm. And they point to, like, a lot of the... Games that have uh, the something. Like, for example, Michael Jordan's The Shot happened against yeah. Cleveland. And I don't remember. <laughs> there were like two or three instances in football where it was uh, the fumble or mm-hmm. the blank. <laughs> and they happened against the Browns. And then one of my favorite like cl- thing that happened to Cleveland, just because it's funny how sad of a city it is. Uh, I loved... <laughs> I loved how. I just think it's hilarious that the Browns, up and left and moved to Baltimore to become the Ravens, and then like immediately a year or two later win the Super Bowl, and now the Ravens regularly beat up on the the new Browns. I know. know. The the old Browns destroyed The, the new Browns. The Ravens have won two Super Bowls. That's so great. It's funny. Like as a Detroit fan, they're one of the few sports cities i can make fun of and (laughs) they regularly say at least we're not detroit like it's almost a slogan there but it's like you know detroit has a much better sports history than you do but well between the red wings and the pistons at least and the tigers i mean tigers make world series they won one in like the 80s so at least they've won world series before like yeah yeah the lions are obviously every bit as bad as the browns but they'll it's funny they'll joke about at least we're not detroit and Detroit's been a very bad sports town, like, in the last decade. But the past couple decades, Detroit's been way better. So, Well, if you must know, Cleveland, not only did the Indians blow a 3-1 lead against the Cubs and lose the World Series 4-3, but then also in the 90s, <laughs> Cleveland, they were winning a World Series Game 7 against the Marlins and then lost the game in, I think it was the bottom of the 10th. <laughs> Just <laughs> to the Marlins like let's just <laughs> emphasize that the again Marlins. the Marlins and that was like the Marlins like third year of existence as a team <laughs> <laughs> they've been in the league for 20 minutes and they're already a better <laughs> franchise than the Indians <laughs> <laughs> oh it's this funny. has been fun yeah it's we fun should, to roast another city in another Yeah, we should do this more often we should do this, but get Sir Yacht on so he can, like, listen to us roast his, his town. Yeah. And this all comes after the, the Ravens beat the Browns Yeah, not tonight. a great day for Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland fans <laughs> might not want to listen to this episode tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. I love the huh. 69ers. I'm just proud because I came up with it. <laughs> yeah, you helped me with that one. <laughs> all right. Hmm. You have your final pick. Do you know what you're going with? I don't have, like, one that really flashes at this point. Um, hmm. I want to come up with something, like, funny. But that could also actually be a real name. (laughs) The Bakers. (laughs) The Cleveland Tim Couches. The Couches. The Cleveland Cleveland Couches. (laughs) The Cleveland Couches. Oh, that actually kind of (laughs) works. Cleveland from Family Guy. The, the Cleveland Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, the b- baseball is called The Show. The Show. They do refer to it as The Show. I actually kind of like that then. I'm going to do that. The, <laughs> the Cleveland, Cleveland Show. <laughs> going from one offensive logo to one of the most offensive shows. <laughs> Family Guy. All right. Um. So, for our final pick here, I for taking the place of the Cle- Cleveland Indians, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> overnight. <laughs> oh, that's great Overnight the team up and leaves Cleveland They leave Ohio, leave it behind They move out to Maryland <laughs> Hey who cares that the Orioles the, Another Baltimore bird named team are, are already there Will be a rival <laughs> AL Baltimore team <laughs> That's also a bird name: <laughs> The Baltimore Ravens I like that <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Alright So Boy. you want to run through our names <laughs> Yeah So you go first All right, so I've got the Cleveland Steamers, the Cleveland Indigenous Peoples. I had done Cleveland Flames, but I decided to be more specific and go with the Cleveland Flaming Rivers. I actually like that a lot. That's a good minor league name for sure. The Flaming Rivers. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. The Phillip Rivers. (laughs) Uh, The Cleveland 69ers and the Cleveland (laughs) Show. The Cleveland Show. (laughs) All right, right, I I have Cleveland Rocks. Mm Mm-hmm. Cleveland Redskins. <laughs> Cleveland Sitting Bulls. The Cleveland I'm taking my talent to South Beaches and the Baltimore Ravens. I think we have a lot of really good ideas. <laughs> Me too. All very realistic. Seriously though, whoever the Indians owner is, if you're considering names, I the two serious ones I'd present to you would be. The Cleveland Flaming Rivers and the Cleveland Rocks. I think I, like, both, I was gonna say Rocks seems like a good one. Yeah. Flaming I don't rivers think, could work. You know, like you just embrace your own. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm gonna be really pissed if they just go with the Cleveland baseball team, like yeah. like the Redskins did. Like, yeah. Come on, like it's It, it was funny when the Redskins did it. It's just going to be sad when you do it. <laughs> yeah, because then you're almost setting a precedent now. Two teams have done that. And it's like if you have other teams in the future have to change their names, is that just the standard procedure moving forward yeah. is you're just called the sports team? Like, oh, and by the way, screw all the people that were like, there's a ton of people after this last night that were like, and now it's the Blackhawks' turn. It's just like, guys, it is not yeah. exactly the same. Like, the like Black we Hawks talked about, yeah. They're paying tribute to specific group of people, you know, like that, and like the Redskins. They didn't have an offensive logo, but they had an offensive name. The Indians Mm -hmm. not only is Indian an incorrect name because of Christopher Columbus, it also they had the Chief Wahoo was a uh, inappropriate, yeah, inappropriate offensive logo. The Blackhawks not only are they a specific team, like tribe, but their logo. I wouldn't say is offensive mm-hmm. like it's it's like i don't know personally it's, like i think i i agree with the indians and redskins rebranding like those are ones that were like yeah that's mm-hmm. should be done at some point i don't know if there's any left i could think of that would i think would you be could good get idea. into college teams like right like the, the illinois fighting illini that was one where there was some because the, the mascot used to be like a, it used to be like a white guy in a headdress. They would do kind of like, you know how Notre Dame has the leprechaun? Yeah. They would kind of do the same thing, but they would have, you know, like a white college student wearing a headdress, ride on a horse out into like the field. Uh, yeah. And so they got rid of that. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I mean. Yeah. College teams, I guess There's my, there may be some, I guess pro teams though. I can't think of any that. Yeah. Would be like next up. Green Bay I Packers. Oh yeah. yeah They're offensive. To everybody. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I can't... I, Yeah, I can't really think of any in particular. I mean, I, I think that's probably why the Blackhawks become the next one that people are targeting. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could argue the Braves because they have their whole... The the chop thing that they do. A lot of yeah, people they say may like, stop doing the chop, but I don't know if they'd ever rebrand. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Chiefs... Which, by the way, the Chiefs one is so stupid because... I once people were bringing up the Chiefs back when the Redskins got rid of their name and people were like, yeah, well, actually, the Chiefs refers to, you know, that this one player or coach or owner who everyone called chief. And so we called them the Chiefs or whatever. And it's like, if that's the so case, you have an arrowhead, a, exactly. Why did you go <laughs> with an arrowhead and you play an arrowhead stadium? Like what <laughs> some guy named Chief who also was an archer and really liked arrowheads it has nothing to do with Native American <laughs> right all yeah. right Chief, whatever you say <laughs> Chief wahoo whatever you say, oh man, all right well good let's talk. yeah, to kind of continue the theme of Cleveland, let's get into u f an idiot <laughs> makes sense, yeah uh so my f an idiot for this week is I talked about watching a little bit of Bulls preseason basketball action. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cristiano Felicio, uh, a worthless player that's getting paid way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever wanted to see what it's like for a someone with special needs to play pro basketball, all you have to do is watch Cristiano Felicio. <laughs> and Nothing could have played into that more than him and his neck beard. Holy crap. Mm. That neck beard was mm, it was hair on his neck. That's about like <laughs> that's that is, the definition. <laughs> yeah, it was it was something. It uh you referred to it earlier as like like the chin strap of a bike helmet. <laughs> and right. that's exactly what it looks like. Like uh yeah. it is it's, I, I there are very few people that can pull off a neck beard look, and Cristiano Felicio is definitely not one of them. I don't know if there's anyone who can pull up a neck beard look. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, the question, I guess, is: at a certain point, can something like that that makes you so like stand out so much? If you're a good enough player, can it be iconic? Like, yeah, the, I think so. The, the Joachim Noah hair, like a- Anthony Davis, you and a brow, like things like that. Yeah. Almost like add and to your James brand. Harden's beard. Yeah. If you're a good player. Uh but yeah, if you're not, then you just look like that ridiculous guy who well like sure. another thing is like Michael Strahan's teeth. Like people make right. fun yeah. of that, but like that's iconic for him. Yeah. Palomalu's hair, which isn't like yeah. silly, but it's just like a thing that stands out about him. Yeah. yeah. Ben Ray Lewis's penis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just things that stand out about people, yeah. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez's depression. Mhm. Yep. Yeah. CTE. Yeah. yeah. Man, we ever since talking about Cleveland sports, we've been a lot darker <laughs> and more, more controversial. Depraved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you venture into Ohio, you get depraved and depressed and I can personally verify. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. The air gets a little denser. Uh, You start breathing in those toxic fumes. You get a little (laughs) bit of an accent. You get a sudden urge to try (laughs) crack cocaine. Uh, It just changes you, yeah. (laughs) Your cousins start looking just a little bit nicer. Yeah, Ohio is a strange and magical place. Do, <laughs> do the, do, the uh, do your cousins look nicer because of the crack cocaine? Is that like do those it's things all go connected. together? connected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can okay. go in whatever order you want, but you end up in the same place either way—in a, <laughs> a gutter next to the to the river in Cleveland. Oh, well, at least from there you might be able to see Canada before you yeah. die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> what a what. A, a, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> Dying on the shores of <laughs> a Cleveland Lake Erie. Or, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to go. <laughs> that's right. Laying in a bed of uh, yeah used needles <laughs> on the banks of the Erie <laughs> of Lake Erie, <laughs> watching suri jump burnt, into the water and burnt spoons. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man all right (laughs) well my fn idiot is uh whatever person is behind the penn state basketball twitter account yeah that was funny so uh, yeah i don't know how much of that you saw on twitter but michigan fans on twitter for michigan basketball have this i mean it's childish it's stupid but it's college basketball like you're kind of that's kind of the whole point they they go they do this whole thing where as the game's almost done they say we're gonna raid the other team's twitter page everyone post (laughs) these memes and so they'll post like everyone copies the memes and goes over there and just like as soon as penn state the game was over penn state posts the final score and within like three minutes there was like a thousand comments from michigan fans (laughs) all posting the same picture i love that so it was great like it's just that kind of petty childish fun rivalry for college sports you know yeah um but then Penn State goes through and mm-hmm. blocks multiple tw- multiple Twitter accounts, uh, deletes tons of the replies. So now if you go back and look at it, you just scroll through and it's just this response has been deleted over and over and over <laughs> again. It's like – so then now like I'll admit I, was, I <laughs> was part of this, but like people are now going and posting the same things on all their past posts and everything they post <laughs> now. It's just like – you almost have to just embrace it, like yeah. You really make it worse for yourself, yeah. Because Michigan fans have been doing this to every team we beat this year, and yeah. it's you move on, like you play the next game and it's over with. But now that Penn State did that, it just draws more attention to it, and it's funny, it's but it's um, just kind of a stupid, yeah, stupid oh, move by that. whoever runs I mean, that. I I would hate it, obviously, as Penn State, but it's <laughs> you have to admit it's funny, yeah. Because you go to their basketball page, and you'd expect to see comments from their fans, like, uh, disappointed, but, yeah, congrats to Michigan, but it's just all Michigan fans. (laughs) So it's funny, but it's... It's uh, very funny. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, instead of, like, going to their old post, I thought you were going to say you guys went to, like, like, Penn State football... And, like, we're posting things about the That's basketball game on, like, the other athletics pages. Well, but then it became almost like a point of pride where Michigan fans would then post the screenshot of saying that they were blocked. And so then now everybody's trying to get blocked. And so <laughs> Penn State oh. has really created a bad That's awesome. situation for themselves. Yeah. And uh, – yeah I mean Penn State does have a history of trying to cover up incriminating evidence when yep. things go badly there, so uh yeah, I mean, it makes sense yep. they would be trying to cover up the yeah the Twitter replies, so yeah, it's no surprise they wanna hmm. send send all these kids to the showers um, yep so <laughs> let's get, I don't know if that makes any sense, but let's get I mean, into it yeah <laughs> let's uh let's let's close this quickly quickly suddenly dark episode out with our silver linings <laughs> yeah so mine I already did mention is Michigan basketball so still undefeated on the season we're either 5-0 and or 6-0 I, I, I have to look and see but I mean we don't play for several weeks uh, yeah. one of our opponents canceled uh, but Big Ten season started we played <laughs> Penn State like I just mentioned obviously uh, so still undefeated the Big Ten is super stacked and good this year so there's going to be it's, it'll be tough to win that or come out of it, but Michigan's definitely a tournament team. They'll be in March Madness. They should probably be ranked uh, here pretty soon. They were ranked to start the season. They dropped because they had a close game and some other teams just passed them. So anyway, Michigan's a good team this year. Uh, Going to have lots of good matchups with top five, top ten for sure. Big Ten teams, um, and Michigan's good enough that they'll there'll at least be a couple times this year that they upset some of those teams. Uh, so yeah, just it's been fun to watch, uh, especially with the Pistons being rebuilding, uh, and really all my teams either rebuilding or just not being very good right now. Uh, Michigan basketball is like the one team I'm a fan of that actually could have a successful season. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's been nice. fun. Yeah. Well, congratulations on Thanks. your successes. Yeah. <laughs> my speaking of successes, my silver lining is that I absolutely lit you up. In the fantasy football playoffs this week, yeah, that um, was rough. <clears throat> I have to admit I've been quite ashamed of myself in the Scorecast uh, <laughs> picks. And the one thing that kept being redeeming for me this week was that I' destroying you in the fantasy football playoffs. Because it's yep. like it's one thing to win in the playoffs, and it's another thing to beat your co host in the playoffs. Playoffs, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I was pumped. Shout out to David Montgomery and Alan Robinson and Alvin I'll Kamara. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just and Russell Wilson. I just have too many people that scored at least twenty points. Let me. <laughs> I have too many people to thank. <laughs> yeah, hold on. That might have been it. Actually, that started because I only had a couple I twenty had pointers on the bench. Okay. And my app is not loading because it's being good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so it feels good to move on. It feels good to eliminate you. and so me, you're in I the championship now, right? I believe so. I don't even know who I'm playing. Um, hmm. uh, oh, Calvin, uh, Calvin Ridley, shout out to you as well. Oh, yep, yep. Um, but just so like you all know, 163 to 106. That was the score. Pretty close. So I <laughs> destroyed you. Yeah, that was rough. So And we, cal- we calculated before the show that if I would have made Lamar Jackson ended up with 36 points tonight Mm -hmm. and he's one of my quarterbacks. If I would have started him over Wilson, that's 12 point increase. Jonathan Taylor over Terry McLaurin and my flex would have been a 26 point increase. 26 Mm -hmm. plus 12 is 38, right? Yep. And then I said, Washington, 25 points over 11 points from the Niners. That's 14 points. So that's 38 plus 52. 52 is that right? Yeah, I think so. So if so I would well have made over 200. If I would have made those moves, 52, I would have been yeah, I would have been over 200. I don't think anyone's reached 200 this season in our fantasy no, I don't league, think so. So but that would have been by far the best week, so. I would have really beat you <laughs> then. Yeah. Yeah. and so, uh, yeah. It was, I mean, overall, coming out of the draft, I felt like I had a really solid team. But looking back, I know my problem was I kept drafting best available, which uh-huh. for several rounds in a row was a wide receiver. So I started with Michael Thomas. Then I drafted Devontae Adams uh, in the third round, I think, which both of those were good picks. I draft DK Metcalf, which is also a good pick. But then like that would have been great if I stopped there and maybe get one more guy. But then I go on, I get Will Fuller. I get Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. I get hollywood brown like i got um I I, i'm surprised actually that you made it to the playoffs with yeah. your roster because yep like you have herbert as your quarterback and you started the season with stafford but i know you were kind of doing quarterback by committee yeah and you were also doing defense by committee and right. i was doing tight end by committee like i ended up like that's my biggest thing is i kept taking too many wide receivers and i was like i i'm fine doing one of those things by committee like doing defense by committee worked out pretty well most weeks um but trying to do that by committee and quarterback and tight end is just too much um so and I, yeah moving forward i'll try to get one of those sooner in the draft next time for me and i'll share my draft strategy because i don't care um but so like i ended up like this week i had robert tanyan as my tight end Mm -hmm. Um, but I had my first overall pick last, uh, when we drafted was George Kittle. Yeah. Um, because in my opinion or no, no, that was my second pick. My first pick was Alvin Mm -hmm. Kamara. Um, right. Right. But I'm a firm believer of drafting high in tight ends. People always like to focus on running backs because they're like, oh yeah, well after the first, you know, five good running backs, there's a big drop off, which is true. Mm-hmm. But it's even, to me, it's even more true in tight ends. Like, yeah. after the Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz's, and George Kittle's of the world, there's a pretty significant drop-off. Like, because you're talking superstar tight ends compared to good tight ends. And you're talking about yep. Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, guys who score mm-hmm. 15, 16, 17 points a week, sometimes pushing 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Compared to guys that'll score, like Robert Tanyan, he had a really good week and he scored 14 points. Yep. Um, whereas, like a really good week for George Kittle would have been like 23 points or whatever. So, uh, as far as like the yeah, you can always find tons of more wide receivers in later yep. rounds, and that's I probably the group that's the least, that's the worst to go heavy on early, like running backs early. Really, yeah. yeah. Running backs really ended up hurting me because. Both of my, this week when we played, both of my starting running backs I had on the bench. Mm-hmm. Jacobs just hadn't been very good this year, dealt with some injuries. And then also. Um, James Conner. Yeah, James Conner also. I've had him on the bench. So it's just like I had ton, too many wide receivers. Oh, I had Kenny Galladay too. Like yep. I just had too many good receivers that couldn't get playing time. I had to drop Fuller when he got suspended. And then I was scrambling to try to find running backs, tight ends, quarterbacks, yep. and defenses. So, yeah, you were yeah, kind just... of a surgical. Other than your wide receivers, because you had so many wide receivers in the bank. Yeah. Every other position, because of injuries, COVID, suspensions, whatever, you were kind of a surgical mess throughout the year. Just, yeah, and ideally, kind of a I was would... Frankenstein over here. And ideally, it could work, right, to draft best available and then just make some trades. And I tried to make a few trades throughout the season, but it just didn't work out. Um, we had some players who I tried to target who were on teams where the 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 manager wasn't really that active, so hard to get trades done. So yeah, it was just... Um, Another one I'll throw out there, people also like to say, oh, yeah, well, dra- you know, drafting a quarterback, you don't want to draft a quarterback high. Yeah. Again, I will say... There, I think there's a difference between drafting superstar quarterbacks. Like, there's a pretty big drop-off from that to everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. this year, like, I have Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, he's had a couple down weeks, but for the most part, he's been, like, 23 points or higher. Like, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, if, you're, if you have Pat Mahomes, you can expect something similar. If you have Josh Allen this year, you're probably having really good results. Like, yeah. it, there's... In my opinion, with fantasy, if you can get at any point, like the top one through five of any position, mm-hmm. it's not a bad draft pick. Yeah. Um, or even and, like hindsight, like Washington's defense was available for a while early yeah. on. Uh, but I would anticipate next year they go one of the first few defenses oh, yeah. off the board. So, well, a defense. I don't blame you for doing defense by committee because yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you don't really... Like last year, the Patriots had the best defense. Well, this year they, they don't. Mm-hmm. And so the Patriots' defense was drafted higher. Also, the Niners' defense was drafted higher. Yeah. And the Niners had a bunch of injuries. So right. you, you don't... The defense by committee, you don't really know who's going to be the better, the best defensive options yep. at the beginning of the year always. Um, you're really just basing it off of last year. But mm-hmm. the, the sure. thing that I was fortunate about was since Drew, Drew Brees is still out... I was fortunate that Kamara still ended up with 22 points because Mm. his production's been down with Hill starting because you don't need as much from Kamara with Hill running all over the place. And a lot of his points are scored from receptions. Like, he catches a lot from the backfield. Yeah. Um, So, I'm hoping... I think Breeze might be back next week because, again, I don't know who I'll be playing, but I'm hoping... I'm going to try to find out who I'm playing right now. He's supposed to be back next week, so... And Breeze loves screen passes, dump offs, check downs. Mm. Like, yeah. So I'll be playing uh, DJ Myrick. Okay, in and that is DJ Myrick. Yeah, yeah. He won. Cool. He had 155 points this week. So it'll be, it'll be, good game. It'll be a tough week, that's for sure, to see who wins. But well, yeah. Congratulations, where they're due. Thank you. Uh, Eleven and two feels good. Yeah. How's it feel to be eight and five? Yeah, a pretty good record. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, didn't you start the season like five hundred? Like I started off five. Pretty good. I yeah, like at one point I was a few games below five hundred. So I kind of I fought my way back. I had a little winning streak. So just making the playoffs because only four teams make the playoffs. Uh There was a a couple games that were must wins that I won both of them. So I'm just happy I made the playoff. Um, And I, I beat you in a consolation round in the other league we're in oh i don't think i even updated my roster right now <laughs> yeah me either i stopped doing that too <laughs> yeah but i beat you <laughs> <laughs> so just bonus win yay <laughs> nice. With all that, uh, do you want to close us out? Yeah, so um, that's what we're frustrated about. Obviously, a lot going on, a lot to talk about. Um, So, yeah, that's what we're thinking about. What about you? Share your frustrations with us or about us. At Real FN podcast on social media, or at Frustration Nation at ShootYourShotSports Go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. You can also find each of us on Twitter individually at FuriousGeorge ninety four and at MichiganHat. Um, if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday. Everywhere you can get podcasts, and also on Wednesday nights streaming sports. Uh, Shoot your scorecast live uh, For NFL picks And then college picks releases later in the week So be on the lookout for that If you get as frustrated as we do Or you just enjoy hearing us gab Consider supporting our show on Patreon For a monthly subscription Or Venmo tip jar for one time donations Every little bit helps Even one dollar Which is more than the amount of World Series The formerly known Indians Will ever win Since the 1940s makes a big difference for us we appreciate your support now get out there and frustrate the hate awesome well straight the 69ers next week yeah next week we'll have our special christmas episode yeah We'll have to figure out exactly what we want to do for that. But like a I feel like hypotheticals would be good, like best yeah. Christmas present you can receive, or maybe we draft Christmas presents. I don't well, know. I liked our well, Halloween episode a lot and our Thanksgiving one, so some kind yeah. of themed themed episode would work well again. Yeah. No, I, I think it's fun to do holiday themes. Like I don't go all out, I'm not gonna go all out for every holiday, but like mm-hmm. like flag day. Veterans like, Day. I'm not gonna do like where's your patriotism yeah. no but um, like Valentine's Day we could do like you know Frustrate the Love 69 yeah we just do another 69 episode. another 69 themed episode that'd be fun